Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday, which normally means our dear friend Garrett Vogel from Z100 from the Elvis Duran Show joins us. He's off this week. The whole show, Elvis's show, is off, and so Garrett is with his children getting ready for the holidays. So it's just us naughties, but don't worry. We're good at this now. We are. I used to be so scared when I had to do a solo show in the beginning. So we've been doing this now a couple of years, and thank you, thank you, thank you for making the show such a success. But I've always had a co-host. I've never had the confidence to do it by myself. But when people are sick, they can't make it. Technical issues too. Oh my goodness. We've had a couple of those, haven't we, over the last couple of years. I've been forced, so to speak, to do it by myself. And what I realized is I'm not by myself at all. I'm with you. I'm with the Nortees. And as long as we're in this together, then I think all of us can make it work. Hey, let's jump into the show. We're going to make it work today. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. There is a bombshell report coming out of London. The Sunday Times, which is a very fancy newspaper in Britain, they're claiming that Harry and Meghan are demanding a royal summit and an apology. So Harry and Meghan are demanding, demanding to have a royal summit with the entire royal family, and they are pushing for an apology. So following their bombshell Netflix docuseries, it was more like a reality show, and I don't say that to put it down. 
Andy Cohen referred to it as a reality show and Gail King corrected him, saying it's not a reality show. I'd love for Gail to explain the difference. Now, the first three episodes were more like a documentary. They were historical. But the last three episodes were much more like a reality show. I enjoyed them more, in fact. But it got really nasty, the last three episodes. Now, Harry and Meghan, now that they have done this... Now they have some nerve. They want to sit down with the royal family to address their grievances. I'll explain the story and then I'll let you know what I think. So according to Palace Insiders, the former royals are attempting to reconcile with King Charles and the rest of the family ahead of his coronation in May, which Harry and Meghan are expected to attend. Sources say, quote, There is sadness at where things currently are with his brother and his memoir is also coming out so they want to sort of make friends before two things the coronation and this memoir now the palace buckingham palace is yet to issue a response to the docu-series and they are deliberately staying on message by not saying anything sometimes in life by saying nothing you say everything don't you so the palace is not really responding harry and Meghan have dropped this docuseries and now they want an apology and a sit down i spoke to my royal sources and harry and Meghan's people just don't understand here what went wrong they think that what they've done is perfectly fine. The palace is on the opposite side. They see this as a betrayal, an absolute betrayal, and they don't trust them anymore, so they don't want to sit down with them because anything they say, it could end up in another docu-series. They're frightened that if they keep having meetings, if they keep if they keep talking with Harry and Meghan, it will just give them more fodder to keep doing tell-alls. They've sat down with Oprah. They've done six hours on Netflix. Are they going to sit down with Gail King? She's going to be on the late-night shows soon. So they don't really want to feed the beast. I understand that. But at the same time, they are a family. So this is a family business. It's hard to work with people who are family. This is a family business. They don't want to be in the business anymore, but they want to be in the family. So I'm told moving forward, A, there is going to be no apology. You've seen this in friendship, haven't you? Maybe your own friendships with people. You're just on the opposite side of the spectrum here, and you can't agree on the basic facts. And when you can't do that, you can have no compromise and maybe no healing. I mean, I want this family to heal. I do. But I think after that, docuseries, reality show, whatever you want to call it, things have got more difficult, not easier, not easier. So it's not as if Harry and Meghan told their story, got it all out, and maybe now they are ready to make peace. But let me tell you this, the royals are not. This story popped up too over the weekend, and I love it. So Elizabeth Hurley has addressed rumours that she took Prince Harry's virginity. I know. So for a long time, there was lots of rumours that Harry lost his virginity to a, quote, beautiful older woman in the countryside. Now, this rumour has been out a long time, and a lot of people have been hinting, gossiping, that it was Elizabeth Hurley. She finally was asked about it by the Times magazine, a very fancy insert into to a newspaper, a very fancy publication, and she said, not me, not guilty, <laughs> no, not me, 
absolutely not. So I love they had the chutzpah. I love they had the chutzpah, the balls, to ask her. But she said, absolutely, not me, not guilty. I did not take Harry's virginity, which leads us to our poll question of the day. It's a cheeky one. Elizabeth Hurley said that she is not the, quote, beautiful older woman in the countryside who Prince Harry lost his virginity to as a teenager. Do you believe her? (laughs) I think she'd say yes. Would you say yes to that? I don't know. It's creepy, isn't it? Would you say yes if you did it? She's saying she did not. Do you believe her? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Naughty Girls and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, moving along, a bombshell story. Britney Spears' dad credits his conservatorship for saving her life and is now saying Britney is ruining it. So Britney's father, Jamie Spears, claimed in a very rare interview that the controversial 13-year conservatorship actually saved Britney's life. Now, this is a conservatorship that she claims, Britney claims, was cruel and abusive. The 13-year legal guardianship removed her ability to make financial, personal, and even medical decisions about her own body without his permission, without her dad's. He said the following quote, "'Where would Britney be right now without that conservatorship?' And I don't know if she'd be alive. I don't. So when the conservatorship was put into place 13 years ago, Britney was in a really bad place. I was around Britney during that time, and we all thought, we all feared that Britney Spears was going to be in real trouble. She was in real trouble. And it could have ended really, really badly. Her dad at the time, some people say, stepped up. Now, that is not a a thing that people are saying. But back then, people did say the dad saved her life. Then after 13 years, lots of different questions were brought up, rightfully so, about someone's right over their own body. The dad went on to say that the conservatorship stabilised her finances. So she was bleeding money, hemorrhaging money. She wasn't making money anymore. Her career had pretty much ended and all the money she had, she was spending. Lots of it on drugs, on on friends, hanger-ons, people around her just wasting her money. But that's the key word. It's her money. So if she wanted to waste it, it's her money to waste not his. He also claims in the interview that what he did was also good for her children. He said, quote, protecting her was also protecting her kids. The conservatorship was a great tool. So at the time, Britney had lost the kids. Because of the conservatorship, they managed to get the kids back into her life in a way that she could see them, be around them. And he said, if it wasn't for the conservatorship, she would never, ever have got the kids back. Now, Britney was a officially released from that conservatorship in 2021. It came after years of campaigning. The reason this story is so big at the moment is there's rumours out there that Britney's in bad shape again, that Britney's not doing very well. My sources say there is a lot of smoke and there is a lot of fire here that Britney Spears might once again be falling back into old ways. But, and this is the tricky part, and the part that we really have to come to an answer for, is she allowed to mess up her own life? Are we all allowed to make good decisions and bad decisions? 
And the answer to that, I think, is yes. She's an adult. Now, unless it can be proven that she's mentally incapable of looking after herself, then we just have to accept that these are her decisions. So you can't take people's rights away from them because they make bad decisions. If that was the case, my goodness, half the population would have their rights taken away. We all make bad choices. We do. But it's our, our position to make that choice. And that's what the big argument here is with Brittany. Was she better off with no control over her life, her body, her career, her money, but she was going to be okay? Or do we allow Brittany to have control over every penny that she's earned? It's her money. She did the work. It's her money even if that means she loses it all. Much more complicated, isn't it? I was one of the people screaming free Britney at the top of my lungs. And now that she's free, we have to think about this, don't we? Because now things could get really nasty. Things could get really bad with Britney. I'm told they're not heading in a good direction. But is it better off to be free and potentially in trouble or to be safe under the ownership, the cage of your dad? Big question. Moving along, Sharon Osborne has been discharged from hospital after a medical emergency. So her son Jack is revealing this. Sharon was hospitalized on Friday after suffering a medical emergency in California. She was filming her son's TV special, Jack Osborne's Night of Terror. That sounds fun, doesn't it? And Jack shared a statement about the incident saying she, Sharon, has been given the all clear from her medical team and is now back home. Thank you to everybody who reached out for the love and support. He went on to say, quote, as to what happened to my mom, we all want to know. I'm going to leave it to her to share those details when she is ready. So we still don't know what happened to Sharon. The police chief confirmed that the individual known as Sharon Osborne was involved in a medical emergency. Authorities first responded to a medical call at the Glen Tavern Inn at about 6.30 p.m. And then that was on Friday. And then Sharon was rushed to hospital. The 70-year-old, she's 70 now, uh, has continued to work since she left or was pushed out or fired from the talk in 2021. She even talked about moving back to Britain full time. This is interesting, isn't it? And honestly, Sharon, we're sending you you our best. I don't have any more details here. I spoke to my Sharon sources and they don't know what happened. But I think when it comes to medical issues and When it comes to medical issues, and don't get me wrong, I'm a very nosy person, uh, this is private. I don't report medical stuff. I don't. When I get tips that somebody is sick, somebody has cancer, something's going on, I don't report it. I don't. A, the HIPAA laws are are really strong and you have to be careful legally what you can say. But when it comes to to medical issues and children, that is not my story to tell. So I'm sure Sharon will tell her story at some point and and we are ready to listen. Now, this is so interesting. There's a story out in Britain that really explains what's going on with Meghan Markle and Harry. And what I want to talk about is how different America reacted to the Harry and Meghan docuseries and how the Brits reacted. So the quote that I think really summed it up was, quote, To Britons, it's arrogance. To us, to Americans, it's ambition. 
So a lot of Americans, the reporting I'm seeing, are calling them brave, standing up to an institution like the royal family. And to Americans, the Mexit story, the, the leaving the royal family story, is basically an old-fashioned fairy tale with a modern twist. Americans are feeling much more positive about this than their British counterparts. However, a new poll showed that in America, she's much more popular than she is in Britain. In fact, in Britain, her polling numbers are really bad, only about 20 28% of people have any positive views about her in Britain. However, the survey did reveal that there's a much greater affection towards Harry in both the UK and America. Once again, the woman's being blamed. Most people, if you look at the polling I did all weekend, most people are blaming Meghan for this. Not Harry, they're blaming her. And experts believe that the difference in the two countries' perspective can be explained by the US and the UK's contrasting class and social mobility system. In the documentary, Megan revisits her primary school in California and she reads from her book, reads from, from a note she left promising that she would let everybody know about the school when she was rich and famous. In Britain, that did not go over well. They thought it was her. She always wanted to be famous. She was using him. In America, people really enjoyed that scene. So it just goes to show you how different we are, the Brits and the Americans. As somebody who is British, hence this silly accent, I can see both sides of this. But the quote that I thought was astounding was, to Brits, this is arrogance. To Americans, this is ambition. And ambition is encouraged in America. Wow. That's the difference. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. Hey, we're flying through the show today. Let's get to the polls. Thank you very much. Last, last show, we talked about DJ Twitch left a suicide note hinting at past challenges. Our question, which was a deep question, was should the note be released? Let's have a look. Ooh. 70% said no. It is a private note. It should not be released. I agree with you, but I do believe this is now his family's decision. This is his family's decision. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now, my favourite part of the show, it's time for our noises of the day. Kate Winslet is using her paddle boarding experience to finally explain once and for all if Jack could have fit on the Titanic door, <laughs> finally. So she's sort of done with all this. More than 25 years ago, after the release of Titanic, everybody was asking, could Jack have got on that board with Rose? Could he have survived the icy cold waters of the Atlantic had Rose simply shared that floating plank of wood, that door, with him? Kate explained, I don't effing know. That's the answer. I don't effing know. She said she is over-talking about this, but then she did add, look, all I can tell you is I do have a decent understanding of water and how it behaves. She's very, very experienced at paddleboarding. And she said, if you put two adults on a stand-up paddleboard, it becomes immediately extremely unstable 
That is for sure. She said, I don't honestly believe that we would have both survived if we both had gotten on the door. I think he could have fit on the door, but it probably would have tipped and it wouldn't have been a sustainable idea. So you heard it here for the first time. Yes, he could have fit on that door, but it wouldn't have stayed afloat. Finally, we have the answer. And now I noticed that today, naughty, 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 there is a new report that Prince William might try and stop Harry from attending his dad's coronation. So the coronation is on May 6, 2023, and there's been tons of speculation about whether or not Harry and Meghan will attend, particularly after the explosive docuseries. My insiders are telling me that this is now going to be up to William. William has enormous power and influence in the family. Prince Charles, King Charles, forgive me, uh, listens to what William has to say. And at the moment, William is furious, absolutely furious with Harry. So it really is up to William. I'm predicting over the next couple of months, things will calm down. They always do. It's really raw. When somebody says something nasty about you, it's raw. But after a couple of weeks, months, you calm down and family is family. We've all got difficult family members. I know who you are, Sister Betty. We've all got them. But you do sort of calm down. So hopefully they will find a solution. Hey, let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. So for 15 or 20 minutes, we love to make you laugh, giggle, or inform you with all the celebrity news. But for a minute or a moment... We're a little bit more deep. I love this idea, and it's really changed my life. Wouldn't you master any self-doubt, any self-doubt, you will have the key to success. My success doesn't become... My success doesn't come from my talent. It doesn't even come from my hard work. I work hard. What it comes from is I've been able, over years of practice, it didn't happen quickly, but I've been able to turn down the volume of that nasty voice in my head telling me I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good-looking enough. It's self-doubt. I don't listen to that voice anymore because everything it's telling me is a lie. Learn to master self-doubt and you, my friends, will have the key to success. Hey, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice Show. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together now, sing along. It's just us naughties. If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 